Good evening, everyone. I'm Leah from SciTech, and tonight I'll be your audio guide to the galaxy. For this episode, we are going to spot some rather large planets up in the sky and learn about an exciting upcoming mission. You can listen to this episode after sunset on any night over the next week. Make sure you've got this episode downloaded, and once we get started, try to keep your phone screen off so your eyes can adjust to the dark. And before you head outside, make sure to grab some insect repellent, a torch, and a jumper if it's cold. Ready? Let's go. Looking up to the night sky, you can quickly be reminded of how endless the space around us is. The darkness stretches further and further out, scattered with an array of stars that twinkle away in the night. But among these shimmering stars are two points of light that are a little less twinkly and a whole lot brighter. I am, of course, talking about planets. To find them, you need to look directly overhead. Very high in the northern sky, you should see two very bright, very sharp points of light. These are none other than the biggest planets within our solar system, Jupiter and Saturn. Jupiter is the brightest of the two, and Saturn is the brighter object about four finger widths to the west of Jupiter. So, why do planets twinkle less than stars? Stars are so far away from us that by the time their light reaches us here on Earth, all that remains is a tiny pinpoint of light. And as that pinpoint of light passes through the Earth's atmosphere, it gets distorted and it looks like it's twinkling at us. The technical term is scintillation. Planets are much closer though, so a lot more light remains as it passes through the atmosphere, making it more difficult for the light to be distorted. Therefore, they appear much sharper in our night sky. But there is another reason why these two planets you see in the sky right now are shining like beacons, and that is thanks to their immense size. You see, our humble little planet stretches a mere 12,742 kilometers across. That's pretty big for us humans, but if we compare the size of the Earth to the sizes of Saturn and Jupiter, you quickly realize just how small our precious planet really is. Saturn, the second largest planet in our solar system, stretches 116,460 kilometers across. This is so big, it would take nine planets the size of the Earth to reach from one side to the other. But you want to know about Jupiter, right? The king of the solar system. Well, Jupiter stretches 139,820 kilometers across in diameter. That is the same as 11 Earths stacked from side to side. These planets are beasts of the solar system and the reason lies in how and where they were formed. Roughly four and a half billion years ago, when our sun was a baby star, it sat at the center of an immense disk of dust and gas. This dust and gas was caught up in the sun's gravity, orbiting around it and falling into the center like water going down a drain. As nearby material was falling into the future sun, 
material further out, caught up in its own gravitational pull, slowly started clumping together. These were the seeds of our planets. As more material clumped together, the stronger its gravity would get. More material would fall into it, creating bigger and bigger clumps. The reason Jupiter and Saturn clumps grew so much bigger is because of where they were in the disk. Closer to the sun, it was very hot, and only rocky materials like the ones that make up our planet could withstand the high temperatures. There was only so much rocky material to go around, so the inner planets didn't grow that big. Further out, where it was much cooler, you would find lots more materials, and in particular things like gas, dust and ice. This meant that the gas giants could grow to huge sizes before the sun ignited and cleared out all of the remaining gas and dust. We see the remains of this early period of our solar system today in the form of asteroids. They are the leftover bits of material from when the solar system formed that never quite made it into a planet. Each one is a time capsule that dates back to the birth of our solar system. And all that knowledge is out there just waiting to be explored. And NASA is answering that call. On October 16th, NASA is launching a spacecraft called Lucy, sending it on a 12-year journey to explore a group of asteroids known as the Trojans, the first ever mission of its kind. The Trojans are two separate clusters of asteroids that lie just beyond the main asteroid belt. They orbit the Sun along the same path as Jupiter with one group in the lead, ahead of Jupiter, and the second chasing behind it. Lucy's journey will span nearly six and a half billion kilometers, and her path will take her to eight different asteroids among these clusters of the Trojans. Lucy won't have enough fuel to stop and examine each individual asteroid. Instead, she will act as a scout, flying past and gathering as much information as possible finding out what they look like up close, their mass, and what they're made out of. In gathering data on these ancient objects, Lucy will help us to understand the origins of our home in the galaxy, possibly even the origins of life. That's why the mission was named Lucy, after one of the first fossilized humanoids ever discovered that provided great insights into the evolution of humanity. We can only hope that the little spacecraft Lucy will provide the same kind of wondrous discoveries. As she sets sail next week, she will also venture out with a plaque on her side. This plaque isn't sending a message beyond our solar system, but a message to our future, containing words of wisdom that showcase our intelligence, our curiosity, and our hope for what is to come. Much like the asteroids are a time capsule of the past, Lucy is also a time capsule for the future, not only reminding our future descendants of what mysteries of our home she helped to unlock, but also to remind them of who we are as a species and our place within this great wide universe. So stay tuned on October 16th to see this special little spacecraft launch because it will mark the start of a wonderful journey that will allow us to learn more about our solar system, our home planet, and ourselves.
That's it for this episode of Audio Guide to the Galaxy. Thanks for joining us and we look forward to seeing you again soon. And remember, you can find the universe just outside.